Yes, 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 people, how are you doing? It is day 12 of the Fantasia International Film Festival, and today we've taken a look at a couple of films, both very different, still interesting. So, um, yo, let's just get into it, right? And we can uh, break them down, okay. Okay, so I finally was able to check out Unearth. This is the new film from directors John C. Lyons and Dorotto Swiss. Um, the film was written by Kelsey Goldberg and um, Lyons as well. It's starring Adrian... Babu, PJ Marshall, Alison McCarty, Rachel McKean, Monica Weish, Brooke Sarenson, and Mark Blukus. And the gist of the film is this. Okay, so it follows two neighboring farm families whose relationships are strained when one of them chooses to lease their land to a gas company. In the midst of growing tension, the land is drilled and something long dormant and terrifying deep beneath the earth's surface is released. So, yeah. Now, the two families. We've got the, um, the Dolans. And the Lamax, right? So, the beginning of the film kind of, um, well, it's setting the tone, right? It, it's giving you a um, a tether, you know, letting you understand who these people are, how they're connected, what the whole situation is. And, um, yeah, so that's what, you know, is meant to be going on. I do think um, there is a lot visually in this film. And I think there's meant to be a lot of visual, like, subtleties, little clues, which, yeah, I think I missed all of them. Right, that's the problem, right? When, um, you know what I mean, things get made and there's meant to be all these little hints or Easter eggs for people to pick up. And it's just like, okay, that's fine if you've got 2020. But if you can't see for shit, you have no clue what the fuck is going down, right? That's the, that's the thing. Now, maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe there aren't meant to be these visual cues. But I think the way some of the scenes are set up, that's what it appears. You know, that, oh, like they're showing you something. 
And so I'm trying to look, but yeah, I don't know. Like at the beginning, so the film starts and we've got um, someone uh, fishing. It's one of the girls fishing. Um, Now, I think it's Catherine. Mm, No, it's definitely not Catherine. It might be Aubrey. Meh, I think it's Aubrey. I think. I am not. I get very confused. A lot of the people, I don't know, again, it's, it's just like you're trying to look at these things and, uh, yeah, people look kind of the same. Um, but, yeah. Um, but anyway, so, you know, the girls fishing um, and taking pictures. And then, you know, she comes back in and she's driving back. And the camera kind of, you know, pans and we get to this overview look kind of following her around. But then it pulls right, right, right out. So we're just seeing trees and stuff. And I don't know if there was something there, but mm, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so the beginning, you know, we see the situation and basically... Everyone is, um, you know, a little fucked up. <laughs> like, things aren't good, right? So financially, it looks like, yeah, there's some trouble happening. You know, everyone seems to be pretty broke. And I think some are definitely worse off than others, you know, uh, which would be um, the Lamox. Yeah, they seem to be, yeah, in a bit more dire straits and dolens. But it's hard to really realise, you know, what the situations are. Nothing is really laid out. Like, we hear about bills and stuff, but we kind of hear it on both fronts. It's one of those situations. Right, and, you know, so we're trying to find out really about the people We don't really know too much We know that one of the Lamoc daughters has a baby We find out later in the film that, you know, the dad Now, he's not involved we don't know for what reason. Like, she just says, the dad's a kid. And then, you know, someone says to her, but you're a kid too. And she's like, I'm not anymore. You know, but we don't know, like, why. You know, but, yeah, she's, you know, she's got a kid on her own. You know, I think uh, you get the sense that, you know, the dad, George, his wife died. I think that's what seems to have happened Or maybe she just left Again, not overly clear But yeah, they're they're in a situation But that's kind of what you know Now with the Dolans Again, I think they've had to kind of Cut back on a lot of the stuff they're doing We find out that they, you know They had a dairy farm They sold all the cows So now it just seems that I don't know, they're growing corn or something like that, right? But, 
yeah, like things could definitely be better. You know, the 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 mum, she has no real faith in her son and thinks that when she goes, he's gonna sell the farm. So it's it's one of these, but that's really all we find out. Just it's just this surface level information. You know, there's nothing really that's deeper. You know, some things come out. But, again, it's not really stuff that you can, you know, you go, oh, so what does that mean? And, you know, I think there's an allusion to maybe an affair, right? One of the Lomaxes sleeping with one of the Dolans. But, you know, from the face of it, there seems to be, I mean, no real issue on an ethical basis I mean there is an age gap But again Don't know what Right But yeah these are the things Right so When a um a gas company Come and they approach George And they're like hey You know we see you've got a for sale sign up We're interested in buying your land We can offer you this He's like Oh, you know, because, yeah, he's in trouble Now, the Dolans find out And, um, because the guy visits them as well So obviously, this gas company, they want all the land Right, so they've gone to the the Lomax And they go to the Dolans So all of a sudden, then the Dolans You know, they want to, you know, buy George's land But for some reason, George doesn't want to sell to them Even though I do feel they offered more money You know, so you you get the sense that there is a situation between the families as well But, again, this isn't fleshed out for us So, yeah, you get the sense that there is a beef of some sort You know, that they're just kind of you know, the fake friendly Hey, how you doing? But, you know, I don't really give a fuck It's one of those situations, you know what I mean? But yeah, we don't know So then the film jumps a year later A year later But the problem is with this Right, so it took 40 minutes Ain't around about 40 minutes before this happens but in that time, like, you know, as I'm saying, look, you don't really know anything. You don't really know anything other than, like, one of the daughters is at college, university, one or the other. She's come to visit. But, yeah, that's that's it. That's kind of the, the, the sum of it all. You know, there's an allusion to, again, that, you know, the Lomax George, his garage isn't doing well either. And also that he's kind of conning people, but we don't really know, right? That's a, that's a different, because, you know, there's an argument between these two people, but you get the sense that the other person could be a little cheap, you know what I mean? But 
who knows? Like, that, that's the weird thing. Like, it's hard to gauge. We don't really have any parameters to go, okay, so we know this person is like this, and this person is like this, you know, so, oh, that seems out of character, like, we, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing, so it jumps forward, and, um, yeah, there's problems, right, there's stuff that's going down, you know, we, we get a kind of a, a, an overview shot and we see that, um, you know, George's land has now become this big you know, industrial operation. You know, there's a drilling machine and everything like that. Um, now, I think the film is about fracking. So, yeah. That's what seems to be going on So they're fracking, drilling And so you can see that Also when the work is going on It's kicking up all this gas All this dust There's all this noise And everyone seems to be disgruntled Everyone just seems to be angry with the whole situation Which... You know, when we're kind of seeing all of this, you know, seeing everyone's disgruntled and everything, you kind of feel that, well, surely you understood. (laughs) You know I mean? Surely, right, you get that this is a, you know, this is an issue from that, right? But no... I don't know, people, like, everyone's acting like certain things are a big shock to them. So, it's a little bit baffling, because, oh, are we meant to assume everyone is dumb? Right, so this is the tough thing, like, you know what I mean, because, hey, it's set in the, you know, the back, the back country, you know, everyone's a bit like, you know, this farmy country and all of that. And it's just, well, you know, the jokes are usually, oh, yeah, people like that, yeah, fucking each other's, you know, in-laws and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, obviously, people aren't like that. But we're, we're kind of shown these people make these actions and you just think, are these people morons? I don't really get it. Are they stupid? What what what's happening here? Here is it's just like yeah, if you're selling your land for drilling, there's gonna be noise, there's gonna be dust, it's not gonna be the most pleasant of places to be. And while all of this is going on. You know, and especially when we're hearing the drilling and happening and all of this, we're like, we get shots kind of which are meant to be underground and like the big drill coming down. And like, I don't know, it looks like mushrooms or something. And so you're saying, okay, so like, this is meant to be. Something that's getting disturbed Like 
okay, is this going to turn into what, a zombie film or something? Like, where is this, where is it going? What's happening here? And then we get these shots of, like, water. People turning on taps. And the water being discoloured and everything like that. But no one seems to... No one seems to be paying attention to it. And and that's what I mean about everyone seeming to be a bit dumb. Because... You know, my sight's fucked, but I can see that the water is a different colour. So you're wondering, like, how is it no one is picking up that the water is a different colour? So we, we get people acting like there is, you know, the dust in the air, there is a weird smell, but they're not picking up on the water. Like, we see one instance of um you know the girl with the baby trying the formula and think and pulling a face like oh this doesn't taste right but not saying or doing anything which just seems baffling right there's a hand injury but again there is you know the repercussions of the hand injury no one's looking at that. No one's going, oh, this shouldn't be like that. This should be... And, and so you, you're you questioning, okay, but how, how? Like, why is it going like this? Why are the people not reacting in this certain way? Like, are we saying that you know, whatever is fucking up is changing their mental patterns, their ability to, because if that's the case, then, you know, because they're acting in a, you know, we're getting, seeing them do certain things, which aren't out of character, so it's just like, wait, ah, you know, it's, it's a, all a bit baffling, it's all a bit vague, you know, and then it kind of, I say towards the very end, then it kind of jumps, right? Maybe in the last, let's say the last fifth of the film, because to say the last third, I, I don't know if it's even that, you know, but maybe the last quarter, that could be a better, you know, breakdown. But yeah, we get everything kind of kicks off. Right, we, we, we're seeing certain things happen, people change, you know, the full effects of whatever's going down, goes down. But to get to that point, right, to get to that point, everyone is, you know, there's certain people who are feeling off, who aren't feeling very well. But no one's voicing these thoughts. No one's saying, oh, God, I feel sick. Oh, I can't. You know, we, we, we see someone cough up blood. 
actually we see a couple of people cough up blood and no one really blinks an eye to it. Now, the the first one you can kind of go, Man, I can imagine that she wouldn't. The second one is a little more alarming as you kind of think, wait, hold on, why wouldn't she do something about that? That's kind of, hmm, that's weird, right? But yeah, no one's talking. And you can kind of figure that, okay, all right, fine. There's discourse between the families, but within the families, we're not seeing that everyone just hates each other. So surely someone would be like, hey, oh, you know what? I'm feeling rough today. Or, oh, I felt bad the last few... Yeah, it, it, it's just this odd, odd thing. Now, listen. The What I would say the film does really... The visually, this film looks really good. Like, it, you know, it really does give you that kind of, you know, that country farm feel. And it shows... You know, because a big issue I kind of feel with a lot of films sometimes is, you know, it's meant to be set in a certain place, but the clothes never reflect. <laughs> you know, like, if, you, if you're if you in a muddy field, there's no one's ever got mud on them. Or, you know, it's dusty, but everything is just pristine. This film doesn't do this. This film really does show you... You know, what it would be like to live in that environment. To be in that environment. And yeah, it does a great job, I would say. Uh, You know, like that, just the opening with the person, the the woman on the lake. Great visuals. You know, incredible cinematography. We get these nice panning shots and everything like that. And yeah, it works. Really does. Now... We also, I'd also say, like, when everything gets crazy, crazy, that is a a real kind of poignant visual, right? Was what, what we are shown with how things kind of really manifest. That looks very good. Like, they, they've done a stellar job with that, you know, prosthetics and just, you know, effects, yeah, hats off, definitely, for sure, but yeah, it just, I don't know, I didn't find it all tied together, and with the end, we're saying that these subtle little things that were meant to, it kind of ends with um, someone kind of, you know, sitting, looking, they look down and then they look up. And when they look up, it's like this stunned kind of... And you kind of think, oh, is there something there? But I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it. But you're thinking, oh, I, I think there's meant to be something there. But yeah, I, I feel I missed it. But it is a, it's just very vague because we go from this one scene to, again, a jump. A jump forward. We don't know the time frame. But it's this jump forward that doesn't really, doesn't make much sense, right? Because you kind of think with, well, with what we've just seen, why would they still be in this place? 
So you have these questions, but with no answers. No answers. It all goes very silent at the end. You know, there's no real talking and dialogue. It's just some screams. <laughs> it gets very emotional, people. It gets very emotional. But, um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting... But infuriating That's what I would say about Unearth You know um, So yeah It's playing at the Fantasia I don't know if there's any more screenings Before the festival ends Tomorrow On the 2nd But um, if there are maybe go check it out If this seems like it's uh, You know Your kind of thing But uh, yeah there it is people Unearth Okay, so Bleed With Me is the new film from Amelia Moses It's her directorial debut And she also wrote the feature Um, She produced it along with Lee Marshall Who also starred in the film along with Lauren Beatty And Arius Tyrus Uh, So the film uh, is playing in the Fantasia International Film Festival Where it's making its debut Which is pretty big for your first film To debut at this big film festival Right Um, Now the gist of uh, what's happening is, is this It's a psychological horror film That explores the intersections of admiration Compulsion and obsession Rowan, a vulnerable outsider is thrilled when the seemingly perfect Emily invites her on a winter getaway to an isolated cabin in the woods. Trust soon turns to paranoia when Rowan wakes up with mysterious incisions on her arm. Haunted by dreamlike visions, Rowan starts to suspect that her friend is drugging her and stealing her blood. <laughs> Yes, you know what I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's an interesting piece, right, there's a lot happening in this film, you know, uh, just, it's hard to put your finger on it, I, I would, I would say that, right, the film starts, and, um, yeah, that we've got the, uh, you know, the friends, the group, they're on the journey, you know, we've got Rowan in the back of the car, looks like she's asleep, um, Emily in the front with Brendan who's driving, and um, yeah, as we're kind of, you know, on the journey, right, so we've got this just mysterious, ominous like music playing that's really just building things and it gives you the sense that there is something big happening there's some revelation to come you know it's just beware beware 
beware. That's your that's the feeling that you get. Right? The the look is this bleak kind of dreary ominous view as you know we, we get shots from out the window of just these big trees and it's a dreary ass day. So they get to the cabin and I feel the opening scene kind of says a lot, right? Because we're kind of looking from Rowan's point of view and it's all kind of bleary. But then there seems to be a double take and the door opens and then there's Emily. You know? And it's just like, oh, I feel, I think I slept. And it's just like this innocent conversation that seems to say more than what it's saying, right? Um, but yeah, then they go in. And like you get the sense that there's a lot happening here that we don't know, right? Because, you know, Brendan's all very concerned about Emily. Now he's just like, yo, you should have waited. I was going to come and help you in. And Emily's just reassuring, just don't worry, I'm fine. Rowan helped me. So that tells you that, you know, there's something happening with Emily. You know, there's something that's gone on that we don't know. But there's a few things that we're not told, right? Like, how long Emily and Rowan have been dating. Like, how long Emily and... um, Sorry, how long Emily and Brendan have been dating. And how long Emily and Rowan have been friends. But I feel it's kind of an interesting thing that we're not told this. Right? Because these kind of facts would... I think they set a precedent on interactions. You know, like how people relate to each other. Because if you're like, oh yeah, they've been friends for, you know, a few years. And, you know, Emily and Brendan have been dating for like, say, ten years. Like, that then tells you a lot about the interaction. And how things are. But if, you know, Emily and Rowan have only just kind of met, then that's something else as well. Right? It's different ways in which you would interpret what's going on. Like the conversations, the, yeah, just the, the patterns of speech and all of this. So with when you don't know any of that, it keeps you thinking. It keeps you, yeah, just intrigued with, like, the mannerisms and the interplays and all of that, which is kind of smart, right? I kind of like the fact that we don't know this information. Um, so, yeah, you know, there's a lot happening, and it definitely feels that, yeah, more is going on than we know, Right? Now, one thing that's really interesting is, so they, um, you know, they're having a meal. Well, they've had the meal, they're playing cards. And every time, you know, Rowan takes a drink, Emily tops her up. Like, 
every single time, but no one else is getting a top up, which you're kind of like, huh, okay, interesting. There's, you know, there's this weird kind of tension that you can kind of sense. So it's just like, what is it, right? What is it? So, you know, is this like, I don't know, are they trying a little key party? Like, what is the interplay? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's this weird kind of sense. And it's baffling, right? Because you just can't put your finger on it. Um, yeah, there's a lot happening, which is, yeah, kind of crazy. Um, now, Rowan starts to tell this story. Right, but she can't finish it because yeah, she's just feeling a bit ill. She's drunk a lot. Now the next day, she, yeah, Brendan asks her, "Oh, you never, you never finished this story," and she seems a bit like, oh, "I don't know if I'm gonna tell it," but Emily pushes, which you think is a bit like, "Hmm, okay, all right," but you know. Rowan does continue with the story So it's this thing that gets told That I feel kind of Gives you an insight into Rowan Right? Because you get this sense that she's on the outside looking in You know, it's like Emily and Brenton have this great relationship And... You know, she's like, I want that. Like, you know, there's a loneliness with her and something else, right? So you have this thing that she's told us and that makes you, like, intrigued. It's interesting, right? Especially with the way she handles it. So there's this... But then there's all these other little things that are going on. Now, Emily, no, Rowan, she seems to, like, I don't know, have these weird visions, right? So there's a moment when they're in the kitchen and she's, like, suddenly jumps. She feels that she saw someone out the window. So there's that. But it kind of gets played off. And so you're just like, ooh. Is this, you know, one of those films? Like, says there's going to be a creepy person trying to, you know, get into the cabin. Is it that? But then she's in bed. And we know that she's kind of half cut. Right? So, we have it where she's kind of... Seems like she's waking up and she's seeing someone in the room. But she's not doing anything. And a person is there, but then she's kind of blinking and they're not there, but then they're there. So there's all of this. But the way the breathing pattern is, like, is this fear? Is this arousal? Like, what is, what's going on? And then we have it that, you know, she then wakes up. And so you're just like, was this... Actually something that was happening Was it a dream 
Who knows? Right? Who knows? And that's the real kind of interesting thing that happens. You know, Moses, she's doing this thing with the story that is giving this sense of ambiguity, right? There's a lot that's going on, but there's, you know, many different answers for it, right? So she's creating this kind of vibe where, well, it could be a dream. You know, it could be a, a weird vision, could be reality. What is it? What is actually happening? You know, there is definitely this Twin Peaks kind of vibe, right? And it's compelling because this isn't an action packed film, it's not a fast moving film, it's this kind of slow. Slow character driven piece That is You know Very much On the interplay between Our our three stars here And that interplay Is intriguing This is a lot Right So We get these kind of bits of conversation Between Emily and Brendan That makes you think Hmm, is their relationship as strong as we think? Like, what's happening? You know, other times it's just like, yeah, you know, there's this support system and they're looking after each other. But you never quite know. Because again, some of the times we're seeing this through Rowan. And it's hard then to trust if it's happening. Because there's a lot happening with Rowan that makes you wonder, is she okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's all of this. But then you've got the interplay between Rowan and Emily. And that's kind of playing like, uh, you know, sometimes like two friends talking. Sometimes it's like someone talking down to a little kid. Sometimes it's like someone talking someone off a ledge, right? So you're looking at these, you know, relationships and you're thinking, what actually, what's the real thing here? You know, how is this actually playing out? Because you're never quite sure if what we're seeing is a reality or if it's a fevered dream, you know, something like that from that Rowan is constructing. Because, yeah, we, we keep on getting these weird dreams that she's having, these weird visions. But, Huey, like, we are then given an out, right? So she sees something. There's a point where she thinks she's seeing blood in a bathtub and then she looks again and there's nothing there. So you're just like, oh, is there blood or isn't there? What's the reality here? And it's so intriguing. It keeps you capsulated with the film. Really does. Because you don't know what's true or what's not. You know, it's very weird, it's very 
eerie, it's creepy, but it's also just this intriguing, like, narrative that's going on, you know what I mean? Now, I feel like the way it's shot as well really helps bring this story to life because sometimes we're seeing things through like Rowan's perspective other times it's like just off to the side you know sometimes we get this these voyeuristic kind of views like we're you know the fly on a wall peeping into this interplay you know this story unfold and that's very captivating. You know, I kind of feel because what's going on, there's just all these weird narratives, there's all these weird stories and interplays. Right? You know, we find out this new thing from Rowan because, you know, the story that she revealed, she then tells us something else about it. Something that Kind of we don't need Like she didn't need to say You know Like it's something that Emily knew Right And you can Then you go Oh that's why she kind of pushed Right But she wondered what Rowan was actually going to say And how she was going to say it But She's fine with it Right So you're just like Oh That's that's a lot, right, which makes you then really look at a lot of other things differently, so we have all of this going on, you know, there's a a few other creepy things thrown in, power cuts, bunnies in the wood, so everything that we're kind of seeing, hearing, you just, you're wondering, like, what is this, you know, like, Moses has created this film that has you second-guessing, you know, has you kind of thinking that, is this the shadow, right, you know, the thing flickering in the candlelight, you know, that, that, Image that is that there or isn't it Right It's that false positive (laughs) You know That Bleary eyed vision That you get when you wake up Like oh Wait what did I just see Hmm That's what this is It's It's a question I mean, it's an echo And you are just intrigued all the way Even with the end You're kind of like Is this really happening or not? Because you just don't know Right, and you're never given a definitive answer Which, yo, that's kind of great Because now you're just, you know, you're left with just so many questions And you're just playing out the film in your mind Going, okay, was that real? Now, was this a thing? Hmm, I don't know 
I don't know. And I think that for your first film is pretty great, right? Pretty great. Now everyone has a solid performance and they need to. Because I don't think this works if um you know anyone is just half assing it. You know, everyone has to sell, you know, what's going on. And they they sell it so much. Right? Everything from you know, Rowan, you think yeah, is this girl going through a, a, a you know a delusional episode, or is she really having to you know worry about a friend? You know, Emily, we're just like, oh, is she you know this caring friend, or is she someone that's really trying to manipulate what's happening? And Brendan, you're just like, huh, is this a loving boyfriend or is this someone that's here just because he feels like he needs to be? You know, they they sell those narratives really well. And I yeah, I think if you like a kind of a psychological exploration into just you know, friendship, trust, intimacy, you know, conspiracies, love, then Bleed With Me is that film for you people, it really is, I'd say, look, if you like stuff like, um, you know, um, I'd say like Twin Peaks, uh, you know, um, Gone Girl, then, oh, there's that film with Anna Kendricks, um, oh my gosh, A Simple Favour, right, that has something that's going on, but you're never quite sure what it is, yeah, if you like that sort of film, then this is the film for you, so, uh, it's playing again on the 1st of September, people, definitely check it out, okay, that's Bleed With Me. Okay, people, so that is us for another episode. Um, yo, I think we've got one film for tomorrow, and um, we, we should still have some shorts to go over. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back then with some more stuff from Fantasia. People, remember, you've still got a couple of days of action. So, yeah, get out there, see some stuff, have fun. All right, check you later, people. Peace.